welcome everyone to the NBA podcast on RJ Bell's Green Preview. Here Friday afternoon into NBA All-Star Weekend. And we're going to get into NBA All-Star Weekend happening in Indianapolis this uh, year for the NBA All-Star Festivities. We'll recap our picks from last week as we usually do from the last podcast. And we'll uh, cover the dunk contest. We'll cover the three-point contest. Uh, We'll talk about Steph and Sabrina in a three-point contest. Of course, we'll get into the All-Star Game betting picks and give our MVP picks as well for the game. But joining me here to help me break it all down, I got my guy here with me. It's Sleepy J. Sleepy, getting any rest after the uh, dust has settled in the NFL season? I'm trying. And for many of the professional handicappers out there, they will tell you that this is one of the weeks that we kind of, uh, you know, get we kind of land, I guess an easy way to say it. Uh, it's a long NFL season followed by college football. You know, it's like it's 20, what, 24 weeks or something in a row. So typically like this week, we kind of just wind down, relax. Uh, me personally, uh, been watching Tiger Woods play golf there at the Riviera. So that's been kind of relaxing a little bit. But it's nice to have the NBA on break kind of gives a lot of our, you know, a lot of handicappers just a little bit of time to just relax, recuperate, focus for, you know, the NBA playoff stretch here that will be coming up soon in March Madness. So, yeah, just a little bit of a, a relaxing week here. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, you mentioned, right, with NFL, uh, you know, now officially being over. It's just a, such a grind when the NFL season here is here. And then obviously with NBA, that starts like right around week five or week six that we're kind of all over the place covering both NBA, NFL, and of course, like you mentioned with March Madness literally right around the corner uh, for the college basketball season. So this is kind of a good time to reset, you know, the batteries and and get uh, some rest and and get ready for the stretch run here in the NBA uh, season as well as college basketball. And right around the corner, like I've said it multiple times, I'm an MLB guy, so uh, MLB right around the corner here as well. But Sleepy, uh, let's recap our picks from the last pod. We got back on the winning side of things, and it started with our player prop best bet. I know we had uh, we had one, I think, what, four or five in a row, and then we um, had lost two in a row, but we got all back on the winning horse. We had Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta Hawks to go over his points and rebounds combined of 25 and a half, and he got off to a great start in the first half, Sleepy. Did finish the game with 19 points and 12 boards, finishes a double-double for the Atlanta Hawks. Unfortunately for the Hawks, it wasn't a losing effort, but he did get us to the window here, Sleepy. So back on the winning trail, I used uh, on our player prop best bet, my friend. Yeah, great pick by you. Um, one of the things I learned about Manoff that even if it's my turn to go ahead and pick player props, he's going to send his suggestions. <laughs> and uh, I know he does the work. So, I mean, you could tell him enough that you gave another pick out there. And that was a winner too. So it's kind of easy to go ahead and make and and decide on a player prop because you're going to get Manoff's best bet. So life was easy there. I I, I knew that Jalen Johnson was going to be a good pick the minute you you went ahead and gave that out. But yeah, that might have been one that I fell on. I don't know. But look, I'm just I'm I'm following the hot hand, and you've been hot all year long with the player prop. So why stop? No, it's a it's a team effort around here. So you know, I, I'll throw out the ones that I do like, and then Sleepy will you know, uh, put in his suggestions and we'll handicap one that we do like and give it out as our best bet. So, uh, yeah, well, thankfully, at least we got to the window with our player prop best bet uh, after the winning that we did have uh, on the previous several pods. And we had our first head-to-head uh, best bets uh, in the game between the Pelicans and the Wizards. 
And uh, fortunately, at least for me, I was on the winning side of this one. The Wizards uh, did cover the number, but they ended up losing the game uh, outright. I think it was a seven-point victory for the New Orleans Pelicans. So I think you mentioned it on our last episode when we actually talked about it, Sleepy, is that sometimes... No, it's good for us to disagree because there's a lot of pods out there that, you know, it's it, it kind of dries up when the co-hosts, when they're talking about hoops, they just tend to agree a lot of times. And we had our first head-to-head. Uh, I'll chalk one up for myself on the scoreboard for one for myself, but I'm pretty sure we'll have a couple more head-to-heads as we, I know, get towards the second half of the season here, Sleepy. But again, hey, a winning pod for us nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're going to have some disagreement, and that's what can go ahead and keep us from going ahead and giving out losers or going ahead and betting on a loser. Uh, clearly in that game, um, I mean, the Pelicans were up, what, Monopoly, eight at half. And I think either you text me or I text you. And uh, it was, I don't know, I, I like I'm sitting there going, this is going to be one of those normal Pelican explosions where they just implode. And uh, sure enough, they did. I mean, they were actually down at one point in that game by a couple points and you know, they went ahead, they closed the door in the fourth quarter, but give credit where credit's due to the Wizards that, you know, they went out there and they fought. I thought that they would go ahead and just, I didn't even know if they were even going to get off the plane with the fact that the NBA All-Star game was on deck here and none of their mm-hmm. players made the All-Star game. So I thought maybe they would just mail it in uh, really early or before the game even started. Not the case. So good pick by you. And you made a lot of good points in your handicap. And, you know, that that's kind of, you know, the goal here is, not only to make me think and make you think, but to make our listeners think as well, because if they're thinking one way and one way only, somebody has to come in with a different type of argument. And you did that. So, you know, you, you made good points and and it obviously went ahead and it backed up your pick in the wizard's cash. So Manoff one sleepy zero when it comes to the head to head best bets, see if we can go ahead and get one back from Manoff later on down the road here. Yeah, I think maybe once uh, at the end of the season, if we have multiple head-to-heads, whoever uh, does end up winning, maybe we'll have like a, a, a dinner a dinner bet or something along the lines of that, uh, you know, for the winner when we do go head-to-head. But um, yeah, I texted you. I was like, the I saw that the Pelicans were up by eight points at the half. And I think we've talked about a lot on the pod that, again, Pelicans are one of the better teams, if not one of the best teams covering the spread in the first half. So I messaged you. I was like, hey. The Wizards have them right where they won them. They were down by eight. Uh, they made a run in that third quarter, uh, lost it uh, in the fourth quarter, the lead at least. And But again, nonetheless, they ended up covering the number here. But uh, two and one, uh, obviously, at least our player probably got to the window. So we did have got back on the winning side of things. Sleepy All-Star Weekend uh, is upon us here. Like I mentioned, it's going to be in Indiana uh, this weekend. And let's just get right into it, my man. Uh, we'll start with a three-point contest, because I think that's one of the more fun events uh, that transpires over the uh, course of the weekend, at least on Saturday night, because you actually do have uh, at least some type of all-stars participating in this uh, particular contest. Uh, last year's winner was Damian Lillard. He actually went against both Tyrese Halliburton and uh, Buddy Heald in the finals last year, and he was able to outduel. Um both of those guys at the time when Buddy Heald was with the Indiana Pacers. But this year's participant, I'll quickly read off the odds here and uh, who is actually participating in the three-point contest. So the defending champion, uh, Damian Lillard, he is currently at plus 420, uh, led by the or second favorite. is going to be the hometown uh, all-star Tyrese Halliburton at plus 440. Then we got Trey Young, 6-1, to one, Malik Beasley, plus 650. 
Donovan Mitchell, seven to one, Lori Marketing, seven to one, Jalen Brunson, seven to one, and also now Carl Anthony Towns, who has also won this uh, three point contest, is also at seven to one here to win this three point contest here, Sleepy. Um, I should preface this as something part of my handicap is that the Saturday night event is actually going to be where the Indianapolis Colts play football at Lucas Oil Stadium. So it's not going to be where the Pacers play uh, their regular season home games. Now, the All-Star game is actually going to be where the Pacers play in their arena, but actually for the Saturday night events, they are going to be where the Colts play football. So, And when I was looking at you know trying to find a winner, and some of these books do a great job of giving us a great betting menu because right now on FanDuel, it actually gives you over-unders on round one scores. And, and we'll get into that in a second here. We'll talk about our picks here as well. So I just kind of want to go back when we go to March Madness, right? Because the venues are always changing and more times than not, they end up being in some of these football domes as well. And this is something, you know, one of my friends pointed me out to as well. This was last year and the year prior is that some of these first round scores that do transpire and that FanDuel has provided odds on over a number of uh, number of points that they are going to score in that first round. They tend to go a little bit under because I think these players are still warming up. Uh, they're trying to get their feet under them, you know, trying to find a rhythm and things like that. So I kind of went back last year. And looked at the round one scores, and it checked out that a lot of these guys were going under uh, the first round projected score that the books have right now. We'll, we, we can go through that here, Sleepy, but you want to give your overall thoughts uh, for the three-point contest here? Do you have anything? And then we kind of go you know, pick our winner and kind of go from there if we do have any prop bets. I really don't have a whole lot on this. Um, I think out of three-point contest and dunk contest, the one I enjoy most is actually the three-point contest because it's guys that we know. It seems like yeah. the dunk contest is just so watered down, and obviously we'll talk about a couple of players that you know nobody's really heard of before. So I get, a, I just get far more excited for the three point contest. I think it just holds a lot more weight than than a dunk contest win or even a dunk contest returning champion. So I don't know. I just enjoy the three point contest more now than the dunk contest. I mean, after they were bringing out cars and dudes jumping over cars and stuff like that, like it just got a, uh, it got a little crazy. So. I think they took the creativity out of the actual dunk and they just started using more props. So that kind of just turned me off. But I mean, the three point contest, it really hasn't changed, you know, since it started. So I like that far more. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so actually, get let's get to our, in our, our winners here for the three point content. Who would we actually like to win this contest? And uh, I'll throw out a couple of prop bets that I do like here. But who do you think is going to win? This year's three-point contest. I would probably, believe it or not, go with the hometown guy here, Hallie. Now, like you said, it's not going to be in the same building. But I think that just like I'm a conspiracy person kind of guy, I think that he's going to end up getting one of the easier first-round matchups just to go ahead and move him along at home here. So I could see him getting the support of the crowd, maybe even a little bit of a beneficial first round to go ahead and nudge him along. I mean, I could go with guys like Lillard and stuff like that and, and, and take the chalk, but I actually think, like, when we're looking at this, like, you, you kind of want to do a little bit of handicapping, and it's either, you know, you take a guy like Lillard that could shoot your lights out, or you take, you know, some type of situational advantage, and, yeah, it does stink because it's not in the Pacers' actual court, but um, I think still Halley at home, will say, um, has a little bit of situational advantage, so... I would go ahead. I would bet on him. 
So I'm a, I'm a little bit of a sicko, and I went back and looked at if there was any type of correlation between regular season uh, three-point percentage prior to the All-Star break and the winners of the past, I think I went back about seven years. So the kind of the threshold uh, was that they were uh, 38% or better three-point shooters in the first half of the season, NBA.com slash stats. Uh, that I use almost daily when handicapping games does a fantastic job of giving you so many different filters that you can use to kind of break things down. So uh, the kind of threshold there was around 38 to 39%. So right now this season, and again, this could just be that I'm just kind of, you know, trying to find something or reaching a little bit, but there's three guys in the field right now that are shooting below 37% from the three point line. And those guys are Donovan Mitchell um, it is, let's see here. Who else did I have on this? It's Trey Young. And the other one I believe was, um, Jalen Brunson. So I immediately throw through those three guys off of the list. So Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, and Trey Young were off of the list for me. I agree about your pick here with Tyrese Halliburton at plus 440, uh, currently over on FanDuel, like you mentioned that. He did get to the finals last year in the three-point contest, along with Damian Lillard, along with um, uh, his then-former teammate, uh, Buddy Heald. And I think that you're right, that maybe he does get a favorable matchup here. And he's a guy, I know he doesn't, he has a more of a unique release, but it works for him, right? And he's been able to knock down some three-point shots this season all throughout his career. So I think there's an opportunity for him. Being the hometown you know, player, he'll have that crowd support. Um, so I think that he at least does, you know, get to the finals and obviously does have a possibility to win it. The other guy that I'm looking at that has also participated prior uh, in the three point contest was Utah Jazz. Uh, there's forward Lori Markinen around seven to one. And last year he participated in this uh, three point contest. Unfortunately, didn't make it to the finals, but he had a solid first and second round before he did get eliminated. Just because Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald and Dame were just absolutely incredible in those later rounds. So those are the two guys I was looking at here. So I agree with you about Tyrese Halliburton. And the other one around 7-1 to one I see right now is Utah Jazz forward Laurie Markin. Any thoughts on Markin in here? He was certainly my sleeper pick. And I haven't ruled out going ahead and putting any money on him. What I wanted to do when I was writing this down, I'm like, all right, well, I know Cat has done well here before. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think like that potentially there could be some pressure on guys who have won to go ahead and, and perform once again. So there was a first round bet that I liked for Cat, maybe under 20 and a half points. I think it was just like minus 110. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of rocket science in that. I think that if there is pressure on guys, like I do think there will be pressure on Hallie. I do think there will be pressure on Dame. But I also think it'll be pressure on Cat. And look, I know, like, you know, it's a, he's a big man, and he's probably shooting. I think I went back and I was looking. Like, this is, like, the best that he's shot three-point percentage. So that does worry me a little bit. But, you know, for a big man to go out there and perform, I just wonder if there's maybe a little bit too much pressure on him. I wouldn't be surprised if Cat and Halley is the first-round matchup. Like, that. that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I think maybe Cat could struggle there in the first round. But I'm also going to go ahead and I'm going to play Brunson to go ahead and score 22, 22 points in the first round at minus 105. And I was looking at his three-point percentage, and I noticed it was very good last year. But I always have to say, like, why are you here? Well, 
obviously Jalen Brunson can shoot three. So I think he wants to go out there and make a splash. And I think when you're a first-time three-point contest entrant, you're going to go out there and you're going to prepare to go ahead and, and, and perform in these because you don't want to go out there and look bad because that just, you know, you're, you're probably never going to get a chance to come back. So I think Brunson probably prepares for this. And he's having, I mean, he was very close. I think it was almost 42% from three. So he, he can obviously go ahead and shoot the rock. So I think he's looking to go ahead and maybe make a splash. And I think 22 points for him is achievable. So I'll go ahead. I'll do that. Those would be like my first round bet. So it'll be cat under 20 and a half points. Brunson to go ahead and get 22 points. And uh, I think maybe that'll be about it for the action for the first round for me. Yeah, I think for the first round, those guys that I mentioned, I, I need to correct myself here that it was uh, Damian Lillard uh, that's having a really bad three-point uh, shooting season historically. I mean, we've seen it when he was with uh, the Portland Trailblazers that he was right near 40% or better. But just this season alone, uh, in his first year with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, he's only shooting at 34.1% from three-point line. And I don't think that will carry over uh, the success that he had, I guess, last season. I don't think it will carry over into this competition here for Damian Lillard. So um, I'm looking at a couple first-round unders here as well. Donovan Mitchell, I think, is a guy that I think it takes him a little bit to get into a rhythm. Uh, as far as, you know, getting hot from the three-point line. Like, I, I think when we look at some of these other guys that can knock down consecutive shots, I think Malik Beasley is a guy that can do that. I think Trey Young is a guy that can do that. Laurie Marketing as well. Hallie as well. And I just don't think, you know, Donovan Mitchell is that guy that can, you know, knock down consecutive shots in a row. So right now I'm seeing his round one score at 19 and a half. I'm looking at the under on that. And I, there's something going on with Damian Lillard as well. I don't know if it's because... The change of scenery, you know, being in Milwaukee now and just maybe the struggles that they have been having. Uh, and he's just having a really bad shooting uh, season, uh, worst of his career, at least from the three-point line in recent memory. And his number's at 22.5 for the first-round uh, score for Dame. So I'm going to take the under on Dame as well at 22.5 as my first-round, um, you know, kind of prop bets there. So a couple of first-round prop bets there between Sleepy and I. We gave out our winners here as well. Sleepy, anything else we want to add here for the three-point uh, contest for this weekend? No, I agree with you 100% though with, with Mitchell. I feel like there are some players that can just go out there and adjust extremely quick to like a three-point contest, and then there's guys that are, are just more of a three-point shooter when, when the game comes. And I think that that's just – it's just the nature of the beast, you know, for athletes is that – you know, they could perform well in practice, but they stink in the game. Or, you know, they're really good in practice and just, you know, lights out in the game. I think it's just, you know, you play at different levels when different things when different things are presented. But I don't know. I could just see kind of Mitchell just struggling a little bit. I was kind of thinking the exact same thing, that he's more of a, of a guy that gets cooking when the real chips are down. So, yeah, I, I decided to go ahead and just stay away from him at all costs. Yeah, I think when it comes down to a clutch basketball game where you need that three-pointer, like Donovan Mitchell, for me, kind of goes to that top of the list. I don't, I'm not sure if he's his type of, um, I guess, build or his shooting repertoire is built for a three-point contest here. So I definitely wanted to fade Donovan Mitchell here for the three-point contest. All right, so there are a couple of winners that we throw out there who we think will win uh, the contest and the, a couple of first-round prop bets there between Sleepy and I. Sleepy! Moving over to a different twist this year in the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend Saturday Night events. And 
I'm trying not to laugh because I brought this up in our, you know, uh, when we were prepping for the pod here. And I mentioned that there's another three-point contest happening between one of the all-stars, superstars of our league in the NBA, and one of the superstars as well in the WNBA. And that's going to be Stephen Curry. He is going to be going up against Sabrina Sabrina Ionescu of the uh, New York Liberty in a three-point contest shootout here. And right now, the odds uh, are courtesy of FanDuel. Sabrina is plus 164 to win the event. Steph Curry, minus 215 right now. And I'm not sure if you saw the clip or not, but um, I think this was a couple games ago that, you know, you know how they have the cameras and those those um, clips that they have of players walking into, you know, their locker room uh, from their social media teams. And for the Golden State Warriors, they stopped Clay. And uh, ask Clay, hey, who do you think is going to win in this three-point shootout between Sabrina and Steph? And with no hesitation, Clay uh, Thompson responds, yeah, it's going to be the Bay Area's finest Sabrina. There's no question. Sabrina's beating Steph Curry uh, in this three-point shootout. So I thought that was you know, a little bit uh, funny when I saw that clip from Clay. But um, anything you want to add here for between Sabrina and Steph uh, for this three-point contest? I think it's going to be fun to watch. Because I always find it interesting when they do, uh, you know, tie in some of these um, WNBA players, you know, some of the best ones. And I- I'm not sure if you are a WNBA fan. I've watched Sabrina a lot when she played at Oregon and for the New York Liberty. She can shoot the ball, man. She, I think there was a contest last year where she pr- uh, played in for the WNBA three-point shootout. I think it was a final round or in one of the rounds. I'll try to double-check this. But I think she only missed one or two shots in the entire round. Uh, in that three-point contest. So now she's going to go up against Steph, one of the greatest shooters of all time, if not the greatest shooter of all time, at least for our generation here, Sleepy. But right now, Sabrina plus 164, Steph minus 215. Any thoughts on this one? I have no idea who the hell she is. <laughs> I never even heard of her before. So when you were, you know, you put it on there, I thought maybe you had a typo or something like that. And I'm like, who's Sabrina? And you're like, oh, yeah, WNBA player. Yeah, I never heard of her. I will say this, though. She'd probably give Clay Thompson a run for his money. I don't know if she could beat <laughs> Steph. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who she is. I don't watch the WNBA. It's not a sport I watch. It's not a sport I handicap. Um, I, I've i never watched a WNBA game before. So, um, yeah. It's funny because now I'll have interest in it, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I watch the UFC. I watch golf. I handicap that stuff. I bet it. Uh, along with all the professional sports, you know, basketball, baseball, football, college, basketball, football. So I'm just stretched so thin. And then now, you know, I got another three weeks left, and then I'll be watching NRL rugby at night, and I handicap that, and I bet that. So I just don't have time for, you know, particular sports, the WNBA, you know, the XFL, stuff like that. So I I just – you don't want to stretch yourself too thin with just too many sports. But, look, I know the WNBA, I know XFL and stuff like that and all those other lesser sports know that they do offer opportunities for people that are digging in and doing the work. I just don't have the time to do it. So, um, you know, I, I wish Sabrina the best of luck who I don't know, but I'll, I'll probably tune in and watch it now. I, I'm actually going to put some money down on Sabrina here to win this. And the odds have started to move to in her favor because earlier in the week, she was hovering around plus 200 uh, to win this event against Steph Curry. And I think that, um, you know, that now, like I mentioned, the odds are down to around plus 164, plus 165 for Sabrina. And I've watched her play a lot. I mean, she when she gets hot and she, she can, you know, fill up the basket. And it's also from range. I know 
though the three-point line is a little bit shorter uh, in the WNBA, I believe. But I think she even came out and said, hey, I can shoot it from the NBA uh, three-point line. No problem for me. And I've seen her knock them down from long range, kind of Trey Young-esque. So I'm going to go with Sabrina here. Give me Sabrina plus 164 here to win this contest uh, against um, uh, Steph Curry in this. Uh, I think it's just one round between them as well. So it'll be a fun watch for sure on Saturday night. I quickly want to mention that because uh, that was a fun new twist that they did add this season uh, for the NBA All-Star uh, Saturday night games at least. So let's get over to some of the things that are happening right now uh, on pregame.com before we get into the dunk contest picks here. Look, I know the dust has settled on the NFL weekend and we're talking about the NBA All-Star weekend, March Madness around the corner, MLB uh, is around the corner as well. And like we mentioned that we're just, uh, what, a month and a half away, maybe a little bit more away from the NBA playoffs. I can't believe I'm saying that, but we have a lot of hot handicappers right now over on pregame.com. Let our listeners know what they can take advantage of right now on pregame.com. Yeah, if you guys go over to pregame.com and you enter code STREAK50, that's STREAK50, you guys could save $50 off any NBA plus college basketball combo access. Uh, available right now at $399, but if you enter code STREAK50, save 50 bucks. going to get that for $349. You have a lot of pros right now that are red hot. But again, this code isn't just for that. I think you can use this code pretty much to save 50 bucks on anything there. So you got AJ's weekend coming up here in the UFC. Now you won't be able to save 50 on that, but you know if you're looking for like a 90-day access, maybe go ahead and try that code out, see if it works. Again, that streak 50, save $50, and that is on the NBA college basketball combo access. So get over there to pregame.com, check it out. There we go. All right, so a contest that used to be a lot of fun to watch, and I don't remember the last time, like you were talking about, guys just jumping over cars and all the props and stuff that were coming out. But um, last year, we had a player who was not in the NBA, was uh, in, the, I believe, the G League, who won the uh, dunk contest last year, and that was Mac McClung. Um, I believe he was with the Sixers affiliate at the time so the guys that are participating this season in the nba dunk contest like i just mentioned is going to be uh the defending champion matt mcclung who is a minus 190 favorite right now for the competition jalen brown of the boston celtics he is a the second favorite to win this the odds of plus 420 jacob toppin the brother of obi toppin of the indiana pacers he is participating here as well his odds are at six to one here sleepy and then miami heat's rookie out of ucla jaime jaquez jr is plus 650 um, as the fourth participant uh to win this nba dunk contest and like i mentioned matt mcclung last year won this um dunk contest rather handily sleepy i believe Three out of his four dunks uh, were um, ranked, I guess, uh, say, or awarded a perfect score uh, for what he was able to do in the dunk contest. But let's actually get into the um, the winner here that we believe that can win this dunk contest. We'll get into some of the props like we did for the three-point contest. So do you think Matt McClung repeats here as the dunk contest champion? I'm RJ Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up. And 
let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1, and all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. I do, and I, I, let me take you back to last year. I knew as much about this Mac McClung dude as I did about Sabrina, whatever you said her last name was. <laughs> I knew absolutely nothing. And I'm sitting here going, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, did they have a typo or something like that? And then I went and I Googled him and I'm like, this little six foot two white dude, he's like minus <laughs> whatever he was, like minus 150 or minus 160 or whatever the odds were. He was definitely the favorite. I text my buddy. And I knew that he never heard of him because if I didn't hear of him, he's never heard of him. And I'm like, if you want free money, bet whoever the hell this Mac McClung dude is in the dunk contest. He's like, who? I'm like, Mac McClung. I'm like, I said the same thing. I never heard of this guy before in my life. It's funny because honest to God went off. I haven't thought about this guy since then. So why would I not put my money on him here? Um, I, I watched the dunk contest and – the dude's got skills. Like, if he can do anything, yeah. he can dunk a basketball. Now, outside of, you know, the rest of his game, I guess it's probably not there because he's not on a team, right? He's still, like, isn't he still just messing around in the G League? They they signed him, like, yeah. a couple-week contract or, like, a week contract just to, to get him in the contest or something weird like that. Yeah, so right now, uh, I think, no, so going back to last year, I do remember he was with Philly. Uh, because he did break out, um, I think it was a Dr. J jersey last year during the dunk contest, if I'm not mistaken. 
But this season, he is actually with the Orlando Magic affiliate um, in their G League, I believe is what I'm reading right now. So, um, yeah, that yeah. So the NBA G League of yeah the the Magic. So he's still around, hovering around, trying to make his way to an NBA roster right now. But at least right now, he is going to be obviously participating in this dunk contest. And we'll see. Maybe he gets another ten day or two week contract. If he does indeed repeat as the champion of the NBA dunk contest. BC shows how much I know. I thought he was still with the 76ers. Again, this is one of the reasons why I don't like the dunk contest. I mean, we got dudes that you never heard of on teams that we never even knew existed playing for a team that I thought he was on a different franchise. So, yeah, I mean, there's no when you have information like that went off. You have to bet it. (laughs) Or lack thereof. (laughs) So I'll preface this here, Sleepy, that he's played in a total of four games at the NBA level. So last year he did play two games with the Sixers. Um, In 20 and a half minutes, he averaged 12 and a half points, five rebounds, four and a half assists. And then he played one game in the 2021-2022 season with the Chicago Bulls. And with the L.A. Lakers in that span. So, you know, he's still trying to find his way up to the uh, to the NBA level uh, right now with the Orlando Magic affiliate. But I think it's interesting that there is a cash prize here for uh, obviously the dunk contest. And when you have a guy like Mac McClung, who's, you know, not making the amount of money, obviously he would. Would he if he was at the professional level? I think that may be a little bit of extra motivation because he won $100,000 last year for winning the uh, NBA dunk contest. I believe it's a similar prize this year as well. So, And, they, and he's going up against a guy like Jalen Brown who has the richest contract in the NBA right now. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know he's in there I, just to have some fun, right? Because, again, the Boston Celtics have bigger goals and things like that. Uh, but I think that, it, again, the odds are reflecting it where he is at a minus 190 favorite. So... Who are we to go against that? I think that he does repeat here as the uh, odds-on favorite uh, to repeat as a dunk contest champion. Uh, One more bet I want to throw out here for the dunk contest here, Sleepy. Um, If you're able to find a a total score uh, or highest first-round score right now, Matt McClung is the the 210 favorite, but I think there was a first round. Yeah. So first round score for Mac McClung over under is set at 98 and a half. Uh, so they get two dunks in the first round. Um, obviously last year, like I mentioned, Mac McClung had uh, three perfect scores from the judges. So I think that obviously you want to break out some of your better dunks in that first round to advance to the final. So I think I'm going to go with Mac McClung's first round score. Over 98 and a half uh, for the dunk contest. So both Sleepy and I on Mac McClung to win the dunk contest again. And then I'll go with Mac McClung's first round score over 98 and a half. Sleepy, anything else we want to mention before we do get to the actual all-star game on Sunday? I was just sitting here thinking like if you have like your biggest bets are on Max McClung and Sabrina, you're probably going to have to get your head checked at some point. But uh <laughs> I'll be watching. It should be fun. Hopefully we go ahead. We knock out some of the picks that we gave, but you know, just to go ahead and give something out to the listeners, obviously the NBA is going to be off here for a few days. Yeah. So I guess maybe Manoff, you and I probably will go ahead and link up before the NBA returns, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a day prior for the lines come out and go ahead and get everybody ready for the second half kickoff. Yeah. hundred percent. Again, uh, 
I, I again have fun with it. It's All Star Weekend. It, you know, don't go crazy with the bankroll. You know, just put some pizza money, some beer money on it, uh, and just have some fun with it. But hey, if there's odds out there in the NBA, uh, we're going to try to cover it here on the NBA podcast, which leads us to the Sunday game, Sleepy, that is going to be happening where the Pacers play their uh, home games. And right now, the odds for the All-Star game has the Western Conference favored right now by three points with a total of 364.5. Money line around minus 148 for the Western Conference and plus 126 for the Eastern Conference. And um, I know we had the captains um, that were drafting their teams, but they kind of did away with that. They went back to the old format of just East versus West in this um, uh, all-star game here. So you want to start with the spread here or total. What are you liking about this all-star game? And then we'll talk about our MVP picks for the all-star game. I mean, as far as the side, I probably won't put any money on that. I always find myself going ahead and looking at the total. Total this year is what? 364 and a half. The total hasn't gone over that. I want to say since 2017. So I would be inclined to just go ahead and take the under. Uh, again, like you said, you know, it's it's just one of those weekends where you don't have to get heavily invested. To me, this is kind of like it's a week off for me, but it, it's also a time to go ahead and just, you know, if you need to go ahead and get rid of that, you know, that junky, itchy feeling of I need to be betting, this is a good weekend to do it. You could put down some pizza bets and just watch these games. And, you know, there, there's uh, very little defense uh, at all. You, you won't see much in, in this game for sure. So. I'll probably just play the under and um, because if you're looking for a sweat, betting the under in the NBA All-Star game, that, that's a way to go ahead and sweat it out as I just sit there and I just like let a guy, you know, do a 360 windmill dunk with absolutely no defense and just guys out there launching threes like, yeah, betting under and, uh, and, and sweat it out. Like you mentioned that there's very little defense being played in this All-Star game, which led me to taking a first half over in this game um i believe the number i saw was 184 and, and i'm scouring again where i saw it and I, I don't see it anymore but i think the number was around 184 so um i think when we start the game here sleepy that like you mentioned there's zero to any defense being played at all and i think that the screws tighten up a little bit defensively in that second half of the game especially in the fourth quarter where if it's a close game you know these guys want to you know go out and and play some hard nosed defense in that fourth quarter and, and try to come out on top, at least for the first quarter, like you mentioned, you know, we see the spectacular dunks. We see the, you know, off the backboard passes, guys going around the back, going between the legs and just having fun and getting loose out there in the first half. So I, I think the first half over uh, for me is worth to look here. Then I think like you've mentioned that I think the screws tighten up a little bit in the second half where the game could fall under. And again, like you mentioned that this number hasn't gone over the total for the full game in quite some time, at least the only once I think, which was last season uh, between um, obviously the East and the West last year. So I'm looking at a first half over in this game. So I think we'll be rooting for both sides for that. It's a, uh, a little bit of higher scoring in the first half. And then hopefully some defense shows up in the second half. If this game is going to be close here, sleepy, which gets us over to, um, MVP last year, MVP, I believe, was Jason Tatum. Let me double check this here. Yeah, Jason Tatum was the uh, All Star Game MVP last year, and I and I kind of went back and looked sleepy that guys that win the MVP 
and I was trying to see if it if it is the guy that comes off of the bench in these all-star games that wins the MVP, but it's typically not. And so I obviously went down the list and started crossing off guys that are coming off of the bench because you'll see your starters playing most of the minutes in that fourth quarter and then getting that time. Now, maybe there are some coaches that are calling, you know, Chris Finch, who's going to be the Western conference head coach for the uh, Western all-stars and doc rivers of all people uh, being the Eastern conference uh, coach that, Hey, you know, maybe don't put my guy out there for a lot of minutes because he's dealing with an X, Y, Z injury or, you know, we want to have him healthy for a second half run. But I think when I went back and looked at the list that pretty much a starter has won the all-star game MVP. So I'll start with that piece of information that I did dig up. But who do you think or who do you like here to come out and, and hoist the uh, MVP uh, trophy here in this all-star game? All right. So I hear everything that you're saying and a lot of what you're saying, I thought about a lot of it. And what I want to do is I want to make a prediction that I think that the guy that I'm going to predict is this. I'm going to guess we have the same guy and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. But I'll give you my reasoning why I do not think it's going to be a Western conference player. One uh, it's team LeBron. And does LeBron want Steph going out there getting it or, you know, a Kevin Durant two time MVP all-star like, no, like we know LeBron likes hardware for himself. So I think that a lot of the starters in, in the West will be limited to some capacity. Um, and, and I just, I'm, I'm crossing all those guys out. Now, when I go over to the Eastern Conference, it's Team Giannis. And you also have Doc Rivers. Well, does that mean Doc's going to go ahead and push Giannis? I would say no. I think that Lillard is going to be the guy to win the MVP. And I think a lot of it is that Giannis and the coach, being that they're both from Milwaukee, can go out there and get their guy to go ahead and get some hardware. I actually think Dame Lillard might have some of the best MVP odds um, over the last couple of years. So eleven to one, Dame Lillard MVP. I don't, I don't know how you can make any other pick besides Dame in this game. So I'll take Dame. So I was, yeah, and, and I was, I went and looked at the rosters for both teams and. I think there's something there that when you look at the Western Conference, it's some more elder guys, right? Like you mentioned, LeBron, Steph, you could throw Kevin Durant into that conversation. Nikola Jokic already came out, I think, last season, the prior, and said, this all-star game is not for me. So I don't expect him to be out there for um, a long time, uh, at least minutes-wise. And the odds kind of reflect it, right? He's 50 to 1 to win the MVP. And I think same thing for Luca, maybe as well. I did consider Luca because he hasn't won it. Uh, but again, I think that he's a guy that is probably the most important player to a team outside, I think, of Nikola Jokic that's making that wants to make a run in the playoffs, right? So I crossed him off my list as well. I think the one guy that and I'll give you one from each side. So I kind of went chalky. And I took Halley in this game at eight to one. Yes, I know the hometown connection, but I think for the Tyrese Halliburton, especially in a game like this where we see a lot of pace, zero defense being played, and we know in competitive NBA games, Tyrese Halliburton can rack up the assist. 
And I went back and looked at what is the actual assist record for the All-Star game. And it's 22 dimes, which was set by Magic Johnson. Do I think Tyrese Halliburton can break that record in this All-Star game? I think so. If he if he gets the mince, I know he's been dealing with an injury as well. But I don't expect, especially early on, that Tyrese Halliburton can go out there and put up 10 to 12 dimes in that first half and come out in the second half and just rack up the dimes you know, and the assists in this game. So I think that if he gets into a realm of 20 points and let's just say he gets 20 assists in this game, I do highly think that he would be considered for MVP at eight to one. So I'll throw out Tyrese Halliburton uh, for the Eastern conference. And then I threw uh, one more. I did want to mention for the Western conference, right? You mentioned LeBron. He probably doesn't want, you know, he's got his MVP. Steph Curry just won recently as well. The one guy that's up and coming right now, and that's actually in the MVP conversation this season for the regular season MVP is Shea Gilchus Alexander. And he's having an incredible season uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But I think going into this type of game where if we want to, people probably don't know who SGA is because he plays in a smaller market. But I think this is an opportunity for Shea to come out here and showcase himself in this in this matchup. Again, we talked about how not a lot of defense being played. He's one of the young and upcoming superstars in our league. He is a starter in the Western Conference, and deservingly so, especially this year. So I think there's an opportunity for him he that where he can go into this game and, and put up buckets. I know he's not a lot of uh, a high assist guy, and he doesn't shoot the three ball well. You know, you don't need that in the all-star game, right? Because, again, like I mentioned, he could get to the basket at will. He can knock down that mid-range jump shot as well. So I think there's an opportunity for SGA to go out there. And at the, at the odds of 15 to 1 sleepy, I really do like SGA, at least for the Western Conference side, to uh, win the MVP. But, you know, we've seen Dame as well. I agree about that as well. We've seen Dame come out in all-star games, just knock down 30-foot, 35-foot three-pointers. And it just takes one or two for Dame to see those balls uh, go inside the basket where he can catch absolute fire. And before you know it, uh, the blinking of an eye, he has 10 three-pointers made uh, in this game. So I'll agree about with you on on Dame as well. But I'll throw out Halley at 8-1 to one and then SGA at 15-1 to one as well, Sleepy. All right, so don't don't take this as an insult, but the first two guys I crossed off was Halley and <laughs> Let me give you a reason why, all right? So you have Giannis on one side, you have LeBron on another, you have KD, you have uh, Embiid who's not going to play, but there's Embiid. You have the Joker, like league MVPs, living legends of the game, Steph Curry, guys like that. And I'm thinking – do you really want to give the youngster a chance to go out here and outshine you? Like, has he earned his stripes yet? And I feel like even though SGA and Hallie are awesome, like have they earned their stripes to go out there and take anything away from a Giannis or a LeBron? And I started to think like, well, these guys are, I don't want to say uh, like that Giannis is like all ego and, and LeBron's all ego, but at some point, you have to earn your stripes to get to the top. You have to like you're you're the team captain, and KD had to earn his stripes, and Curry and and Embiid and guys like that. Like they all earn their stripes. They all, you know, they all work their asses off to get where they're at and to be you know ranked in in the league where they're at. And I think that you know at times if you can go ahead and you could say you know what kid, like sit down and let let the real guy go ahead and take care of this. I feel like that's the way they're going to get treated in the all-star game. Even though Halley's playing, you know, kind of a, you know, pseudo home game here. I still think that he will get, uh, 
he will get slighted. And I think SGA will as well. So it's just funny that those are the guys you picked, but those are the first two that I went ahead and crossed off because I just don't think they earn their stripes yet. And they're in the process of doing that. I think that they both really, really are, and they're both excellent basketball players. But it's just funny. Like, those are the first two guys I crossed <laughs> off as starters, and I'm like, they're not they're not going to get enough touches. Uh, yeah. Hey, this is why we, people listen to the pods or now that we're starting to disagree, even on NBA all-star weekend here, sleepy. So again, you know, we're just having fun with it. You know, it's the odds are out there and we're, you know, putting in our handicap. And I think it's a, a perspective to, you know, not only for us to learn about our, our handicapping, you know, uh, ways, but also for our listeners to kind of, you know, put it into their, uh, repertoire as, as where they think that, you know, where our our minds are at for this all-star game so i think that it's 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 a great way to attack you know both sides uh of of you know what we're looking at not only during the regular season but also for all-star weekend so i'm definitely looking forward to sleepy i'm gonna you know sit back relax not a lot going on i know college troops and nhl is going on but uh like you mentioned at the top of the show it's a good time for handicappers um that you know covered the nfl cover the nba to kind of get some rest relax you know i know there's a lot of uh stuff happening this weekend as far as like you mentioned ufc pay-per-view event going on as well so it should be hopefully a fun all-star weekend what else do we want to uh cover here for nba all-star weekend anything else you want to get off your chest no no i think we're pretty much good like you mentioned ufc um golf going on tiger woods is on so you know that'll be pretty much my entire weekend i'll go ahead obviously i'll watch the nba all-star stuff so that'll be cool but yeah, enjoying the break a little bit here, probably over the next couple of days, and then you know, right back at it again next week for you know for the home stretch there, the NBA playoffs and uh, and March Madness. So yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, game start next Thursday on the twenty second uh, for the second half of the season, and because like I mentioned, I am a sicko. There's already lines out uh, for the Thursday games, believe it or not, for next week, but. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, like Sleepy mentioned, we'll get into the second half of the season uh, and we'll pick it up right where we left off. Uh, so it should be a, a fun weekend. Again, enjoy the games. Uh, enjoy, like uh, Sleepy mentioned, the UFC event. If you're a UFC fan, if you're a Tiger fan or a golf fan in general, the golf tournament happening this weekend. Um, I think that's pretty much going to do it, Sleepy. Anything else? No. Good luck and... Uh... Enjoy enjoy the All-Star game. Make sure you bet that under. Sweat it out with me. Don't make me do it all by myself. Yeah, there we go. Make sure you uh, follow Sleepy uh, on his under. Maybe my uh, MVP picks because <clears throat> I feel a little bit better about it. But we will talk to you guys next week when the second half of the NBA season kicks off. Till then, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. And we'll talk to you guys down the road. <laughs>